Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for supporting the ministry. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. God bless you. It is always a joy to come into your homes. We love you and we're believing for good things in your life. God rewards the people that seek after him. I believe that's you and all of you or you wouldn't have taken time to join with us today. But God bless you. If you're ever in our area, come out and see us. We'd love to have you be a part of one of our services. I like to start each week with something kind of funny. And I heard about this man named Bubba. He was feeling really down and discouraged and he went to his little country church and The pastor said, what's wrong, Bubba? He said, I need you to pray for my hearing. The pastor very earnestly put both hands on his ears and he prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. Finally, he got finished and he said, okay, now, how's your hearing? Bubba said, I don't know. It's not till Tuesday morning. (laughs) (laughs) All right, hold up your Bible. Say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert, my heart is receptive, I will never be the same. I am about to receive the incorruptible, indestructible, ever-living seed of the Word of God. I'll never be the same, never, never, never. I'll never be the same in Jesus' name. God bless you. I want to talk to you today about keeping your heart free from offenses. Every day, we're going to have opportunities to get upset and offended. People are going to say things we don't understand. Maybe somebody's rude to you at the grocery store or a coworker leaves you out of an important meeting. Offenses are going to come. That's just a part of life. So many people are living with their feelings on their shoulders. They're easily offended They let the smallest things upset them. Somebody cuts them off in traffic. They don't even know the person, but their blood pressure shoots sky high. The next two or three hours, they're all uptight and on edge. But if we're going to live in victory, we've got to learn how to not take these offenses. Just because an offense comes doesn't mean it has to affect us. It all depends on what we do with it. The other day, our son Jonathan and I were at a department store. We wanted to buy some sporting goods. And I tried and tried to get somebody to help us. I could see three or four employees over there talking, laughing, having a good time. And so I just went over there and very politely asked if one of them could assist us. They no more gave us the time of day. They totally ignored us and just kept talking and talking. And the longer it went, the more I could feel myself wanting to get upset. I could feel that offense trying to take root. I had to dig my heels in and say, no, I am not going to lose my joy. I am not going to let their sour attitude ruin the rest of my day. After I told the manager, I shook it off and moved on. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I didn't. (laughs) The word offense in the scripture comes from a Greek word that means bait. It's used in reference to how they would catch animals. It was actually the bait that lured the animal into the trap. When you're tempted to be offended, somebody's rude to you, somebody's inconsiderate, somebody ignores you, recognize that's the enemy offering you his bait. He's saying, come on, get upset. 
get angry, argue, let it sour your day. Many people don't know any better. They swallow that bait, hook, line, and sinker. They go around day after day, upset, bitter, offended. But we need to be aware of what's happening. The next time you have an opportunity to be offended, instead of falling into that same trap, just say, no thanks, I'm not going to take the bait. I'm smarter than that. I'm going to live my life free. I'm going to enjoy this day. One of the best things we can learn to do is forgive quickly. When somebody does you wrong, learn to immediately let it go. Don't play that offense over and over in your mind and dissect it and try to figure out what they really meant. Don't go call your friends and get their take on it. Can you believe how rude they are? Can you believe what they said to me? No, just drop it. The quicker you let it go, the easier it will be. And some of you would see your life go to a whole new level if you just start practicing this simple principle, forgive quickly. Don't allow the offense to take root. We cannot stop offenses from coming, but we can keep them from dragging us down. And the longer you dwell on it, the more it poisons you and the harder it is to get free. I had some stain remover out the other day. I was trying to clean a little spot on our carpet. And I noticed the direction said, get to the spot as quickly as possible, hopefully while it's still wet. Why? Because the longer it stays there, the more difficult it is to remove. It's the same way with us. When an offense comes, if you allow that stain to stay in your mind, so to speak, hour after hour, day after day, it's getting harder and harder to get rid of. It's so much easier to forgive right when it happens. I mean, if somebody offends you at 10 o'clock in the morning and now it's 10:15, your attitude should be, I'm moving on. That's not gonna sour the rest of my day. Somebody cuts you off at traffic at four o'clock, well, now it's 4.05, that's over and done. I'm not taking the bait. I'm living my life free. And the Bible talks about how we have to put on the armor of God. One of the most important pieces is our shoes of peace. But I've found too many people are going around barefooted. They're always upset and bent out of shape about something, offended at the neighbor because they weren't invited to play Little League, offended at the department store because they wouldn't take something back, offended at their spouse because he left in such a hurry. What's the problem? They're not putting on their shoes of peace. You have to make a decision first thing in the morning that no matter what comes against you, you're not going to get upset. You're not going to get offended. You're going to stay in peace. Have the attitude, if somebody ignores me, that's all right. They're probably just having a bad day. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and move on. Somebody's rude to me, no big deal. I'm an eagle. I can rise above it. Somebody's talking behind my back, trying to make me look bad. That's all right. God is my vindicator. I'm not going to sink down to their level, start arguing. I know God will fight my battles for me. We have to have a made up mind that we're going to stay in peace. We're going to live our lives free. But too many people are constantly taking the bait, just like it was candy. They're always being offended. They don't realize they're allowing the enemy to control them. Just like a puppet, he's behind the scenes saying, let's have this person cut him off in traffic. This person ignore him. This person be rude. All day long, upset, getting their feelings hurt, getting into strife, trying to pay people back. No, keep your peace. When the enemy can't upset you, he can't control you. When you're in peace, you're in a position of power. When people do you wrong, just leave it up to God. Trying to get revenge, trying to pay people back, 
getting all upset, that just makes matters worse. I heard about this man that had been bitten by a dog and at the doctor's office, they told him he had tested positive for rabies. He immediately began making out this list. And the doctor said, oh no, sir, you don't need to make out a will. You're not gonna die. We have a vaccine for it. The man said, no, this is not my will. These are all the people I'm going to bite. (laughs) Just let it go. Don't try to pay people back. The scripture says in 1 Corinthians 13, verse five in the Amplified, love is not easily offended. Love is not touchy. If we're going to have healthy relationships, we've got to give people a little room. Don't expect everyone to perform perfectly all the time. The other day I was talking on the telephone to someone and Victoria came into the room where I was. And every once in a while when she hears the conversation, she'll want to join in. The only problem is she doesn't have a phone. So she'll communicate to me in this ear what I'm supposed to tell them. And the whole time I was trying to listen to them and listen to her and keep my sanity. After a few minutes, I finally put the phone down. I said, Victoria, I cannot listen to you both. And I said it very nice, but I said it very firm. About two hours later, when I noticed Victoria was not speaking to me, (laughs) I had to preach this message to her and remind her to show mercy, that not everybody's perfect, and uh, don't be easily offended. She always gets my messages before you do. (laughs) My father used to say, everyone has the right to have a bad day every once in a while. Being in relationship with people day in and day out, things can be misunderstood, comments can be taken wrong, or maybe they're just having a bad day. But you know what? That's okay. There are no perfect people. Learn to let some things go to keep the poison out of your relationship. Some of you, this is exactly what's holding you back. You're too easily offended. You need to toughen up. Don't wear your feelings on your shoulder. Don't be so sensitive to where people have to walk on eggshells around you, afraid they're going to hurt your feelings, afraid they're going to get you upset. That's a very selfish way to live. You need to draw the line in the sand and say, that's it. I'm done with being offended. I'm done with losing my joy every other hour. I'm going to live my life free. And I realize there are times when we need to bring things up and say, hey, that's hurting my feelings. I wish you wouldn't do that. We don't overlook everything. But I believe that our relationships and our level of joy would go to a new level if we just give everybody a little room and not be overly sensitive. I found most of the time people don't really mean to hurt our feelings. We just take things wrong. We're either too sensitive or we're a little insecure. I know people that have a personality that's very direct. They're very bold, very straightforward. They think nothing of telling you exactly what they think. They may see you before work and say, you know what, your hair doesn't look right today. You need to fix it. They think they're doing you a favor. They say it in all honesty and all sincerity. And sure, they could be more diplomatic. They could be a little more tactful, but that's just who they are. We need to be secure enough and be big enough that we don't get offended. Too often though, we get a little bit sour and we may not say it to them, but we'll look at them and think, well, honey, your hair doesn't look too hot either. (laughs) And one day those clothes you're wearing may come back in style. (laughs) No, just shake it off. Don't take the bait. Don't get upset. Just let it go. Here's a key. If you're always getting your feelings hurt, if you're always upset and offended about something, it's not anybody else's fault. It's your own fault. 
You are responsible for your own happiness. Well, you say, Joel, you don't know my boss. You don't know my husband. You don't know the traffic I drive in. No, nobody can make you drink that poison. And if you'll stop allowing yourself to get upset and start putting on your shoes a piece, you can come up to a whole new level. I think about the Apostle Paul. The scripture talks about how he had to work to keep offenses out of his life. People were always coming against him, doing him wrong, but he refused to take the bait. He said one time, Alexander the coppersmith did me great wrong, but I'm not worried about it. I know God will pay him back. That's the attitude we need to have. Somebody does you wrong, maybe at work. They take advantage of you or cheat you out of commission. Don't live your life offended. Don't go around all upset. Do what Paul did and just turn it over to God knowing that he's promised he'll make your wrongs right. I know a person that got offended at a shoe store. He bought these shoes and they came apart and he tried to take them back, but they didn't allow him to. And one time years later, we were walking down the mall together. We were going to our car and all of a sudden he said, let's go this way. And I said, well, our car's right down here. He said, no. And he pointed to the shoe store and he said, I don't walk by that shoe store. They did me wrong. <laughs> and I thought to myself, does he really think he's hurting that shoe store? <laughs> Do you really think they're looking down the mall saying, oh man, we're depressed. He's not coming by today. <laughs> Friends, life is too short to live it that way. Angry, offended, bitter. I've made up my mind. I'm going to stay in peace. Doesn't matter what people do to me. Doesn't matter what they may say. You cannot offend me. Well, Joel, I don't really like that suit you're wearing today. Well, fine. God bless you anyway. (laughs) Well, the service was kind of long. The music was kind of loud. Fine. God bless you. I hope you come back next week. Well, I didn't get anything out of that message, Joel. Fine. I can't help it if you have a problem. (laughs) I'm not going to be offended. I'm not going to wear my feelings on my shoulder. I found anytime you start seeing more of the negative than the positive, you need to check your own heart. I've come in here before on a Wednesday night to a service. I've had a long day, kind of stressed, maybe a little irritated. And the first thing I see is, why is that light not adjusted? And who didn't shut those doors? The carpet looks like it's kind of dirty. I don't think the singers are standing where they're supposed to. I start seeing all the negative. When I do that, I realize there's something wrong with me because 99% of the time when I come in here, I think, wow, it sure is beautiful. Listen to how great it sounds. Look how fantastic the people look. I don't see any of the negative. The scripture says to the pure, all things are pure. But if you're offended at a person and bitter at the shoe store and mad at a coworker, you're going to see everything from a very tainted point of view. The problem is not your circumstances. It's not the people in your life. The problem is your own well has become polluted. And if you can just keep these offenses out of your heart, if you can keep it free from bitterness, it'll make it so much easier to live your life happy. We need to learn to give people the benefit of the doubt. Instead of believing the worst, why don't we believe the best? Maybe they didn't mean something the way it sounded. Maybe we just took it wrong. I remember a while back, I was at this big event in the city There were all kinds of very well-respected and influential people from all over the country. I was in the lobby, standing over to the side, just talking with some friends, waiting for it to start. And here comes this man that I've really been wanting to meet. I've always thought a lot of him. He's very well-respected. And there was about 10 of us in this line waiting and just so happened to be that I was at the very last of the line. 
And the man came along and he started shaking everybody's hand. Very warm, very friendly, very kind. But when he got to me, all of a sudden he stopped and looked away. Then he turned around and walked into the event. I couldn't believe it. He totally ignored me. I thought to myself, buddy, you don't know what you just missed. <laughs> My attitude was I wouldn't meet him if they paid me to. See if I ever give him the time of day. All these holy thoughts were filling my pastoral mind. <laughs> well, the event took place and it's interesting. Afterwards, I was making my way through a very crowded lobby and I saw this man walking toward me. He came right up to me, shook my hand and said, Joel, I've been wanting to meet you. My wife and I watch you every week. It went on and on. I thought to myself, you must have been in a trance 30 minutes ago. <laughs> but the truth is, he didn't even realize what he had done. He didn't realize that was me standing there earlier. Do you know how many times people are somewhere physically, but their mind is somewhere else? That man no more meant to offend me. He just had his mind on something else. That's why we got to learn to give people the benefit of the doubt. Believe the best in them. Even on the freeway, somebody zooms by you and cuts right in front of you and you have to slow down. Instead of letting that upset you, why don't you show a little mercy? Believe the best. Maybe they have an emergency. Maybe their child's sick at home. Maybe they're trying to meet an important deadline. Show mercy. Not any of this honk, honk, get out of my way, you idiot. No, <laughs> don't take the bait. Y'all laugh when you know it's true now. <laughs> or even, you know, you're waiting for a parking spot. Clearly got your blinker on. Somebody comes in and takes your parking spot. Instead of letting that sour you, just think, you know, maybe they can't walk from the very back. Maybe they're in a big hurry or maybe somehow they didn't see me. Next time I'll shoot up a flare. <laughs> Don't drive away complaining. You ought to drive away praying for them. God bless them. God give them a good day. God give them your peace. We overcome evil by doing good. Love covers a person's faults. Love makes allowances for people's weaknesses. Here's the key. If you're not going to be easily offended, you have to stay full of mercy. It's funny how we can make excuses for ourselves. Well, I was rude because I was tired. I was unfriendly because my child was up all last night. I didn't invite you to that meeting because I was so busy. I got swamped and I just forgot to. It's easy to justify our own behavior, but why don't we show that same amount of mercy to other people? Why don't we believe the best in them? A few months ago, Victoria and I came across this man that we've known for a long time and He's always been very kind and friendly to us. And we were in a room with a bunch of people and I walked over to him and shook his hand and asked him how he was doing. And he said, fine, but he wasn't his normal self. He was almost unfriendly, almost standoffish. I thought maybe it's just me. I was able to talk to him a little later, but it was the same thing. Very cold, very distant. Driving home, I even asked Victoria, was so-and-so friendly to you? She said, not at all. There was just something different about him. And we began trying to figure out what it was. I thought, well, maybe it's because we didn't go to that event he invited us to, or maybe I haven't called him enough, or maybe somebody said something bad about us, and we're just trying to figure it all out. And the more we did, the more I could feel the offense trying to take root. That thought came up, well, fine. If he doesn't want to be my friend, that's okay. I've got other friends. That was the enemy offering us his bait. But love covers a person's faults. Love believes the best. Finally, I caught myself and I changed my attitude. And I told Victoria, I don't know what it was, but I'm not going to take it personally. I'm just going to believe that 
he had a lot on his mind or maybe he was having a hard day, but I know he's a good man. I just let it go. Didn't think about it anymore. Well, several weeks later, I found out from a mutual friend earlier that week, that man had learned that his wife had some kind of very serious illness. He was very distraught, very upset over it, but he just didn't want to tell anybody. And I was so glad that I didn't change my opinion of him and let that offense take root. We don't know what people are going through. Usually there's a reason why they act the way they act. And if somebody's rude and inconsiderate to you, if they don't treat you the way they normally do, instead of being quick to judge and letting the offense take root, we need to learn to be more merciful. Because most of the time, if we really knew what they were going through, if we just walked in their shoes for a couple of weeks, we'd understand why they were uptight, why they were on edge, why they didn't treat us right. If we're going to keep our heart free from these offenses, we've got to learn to cover some faults. We've got to learn to overlook some insults. With the same amount of mercy you show other people, the same amount of grace you give them, that's the amount of mercy God's going to show back to you. The longer I live, the more merciful I become. The older I get, the less judgmental I am and the easier it is for me to forgive. You know why? Because I know people have gone through things that we know nothing about. They may smile, but on the inside, they're full of hurt and pain. We just see the surface, but if we could see their heart and know what they've endured and the battles they fought and the challenges they're facing, we would understand why they were a little hard to get along with. I'm asking us today, instead of being quick to judge, let's be quick to show mercy. Instead of playing the offense over and over and wondering why they did that, let's spend that same time praying for that person. If you'll pray for them and not let the poison take root, you'll not only be better off, but you can inspire them to come up higher. That means if a coworker or a boss early in the morning, they're kind of rude to you, they jump down your throat for no reason at all, don't take it personal. Show some mercy. You don't know what they're going through at home. You don't know what kind of issues they're dealing with. Believe the best. After all, anybody can get offended. Anybody can be rude back to someone that's rude to us. That's easy. But love always takes the high road. Love is always a part of the solution and not the problem. The scripture says in Ephesians 4.2, we have to bear with one another. That means we're going to have to put up with some things. And throughout the day, we're going to come across people that are inconsiderate, people that are selfish, people that are rude, people that are angry. We can either let them poison us and drag us down, or we can show mercy and help to lift them up. I was at a grocery store one time and there was a girl up at the register that was very sour. You could tell she did not want to be there. She was unfriendly and cold. She acted like everybody was bothering her. And I watched person after person in that line get offended. They were taking her poison left and right, leaving there upset and agitated. One lady, when the young girl handed her her receipt, she just wadded it up and threw it back down. She said, I don't need that and stormed out of there. Well, when it was my time to check out, I was just my normal, friendly self. I said, hi, how's everything going? She said, very coldly, terrible. I said, well, I'm a minister and I would love to pray with you. I believe God can turn any situation around. She looked up at me so surprised. Her whole countenance changed. She said, are you serious? I said, I am. 
She said, I would love for you to pray for me. My little girl's in the hospital. We don't have insurance and my husband and I, we're not getting along and I don't know what I'm gonna do. Right there at the cash register, we prayed. When I left, she had big tears running down her cheeks. She said, you'll never know what that meant to me. Most of the time when somebody's rude or inconsiderate like that, they've got much deeper issues. They've got problems and heartaches we know nothing about. If we allow them to offend us and get upset, all we're doing is sinking down to their level. And you know what I found? There's not enough mercy in our world. Where is the love that will overlook a fault? Where is the love that will give someone the benefit of the doubt? Where is the love that will lift the fallen? Let's learn to be more merciful. What happened that day? I looked beyond the surface to her heart. When somebody's dishing out that kind of poison, you can be assured they're crying out for help on the inside. Don't do like everybody else. Take the bait and get offended. Sow a seed. When you're kind to someone that's rude to you, when you're good to them, even though they didn't deserve it, you're sowing a seed of God's mercy. I believe the number one thing that's going to keep our heart free from offenses is when we stay full of mercy. Let me ask you today, are you making any allowances for people in your life? Are you covering any faults, overlooking things? Or are you making everybody pay? Holding the line, getting upset, getting offended. No, let's be more generous with our mercy. Some of you are getting upset way too easily. You need to start putting on your shoes of peace. Every morning when you get up, make a decision. I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to get offended today. And when those offenses come, and they will, learn to forgive quickly. Don't allow them to take root. And if you'll do your part and keep your heart free from offenses, staying full of mercy, giving people the benefit of the doubt, you'll not only enjoy life more, but your relationships will get better and better God will pour out his blessings, his favor, and you're going to live the life of victory he has in store. Amen. Do you receive it today? We never like to close our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Get in a good Bible-based church. Keep God first place. He's going to take you places that you've never dreamed of. Thank you for listening to the Joel Osteen Podcast. Help us continue to share the message of hope with those all over the world. Visit joelosteen.com slash give hope to give a gift today. Thanks so much for listening to today's message. I hope you'll subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired all through the week. We're praying for you. I know God's best is still ahead. We'll see you next time.